Hello, my name is Father Edward Looney, and you are listening to the podcast, How They Love Mary. You are listening to a special edition of this podcast as we break open my book, A Lenten Journey with Mother Mary, available from Sophia Institute Press. We now find ourselves in the fourth week of Lent, and that means in the book what we've already done is we've learned a little bit about Marian apparitions in those first preliminary days of Lent. In the first week, we examined our conscience with the messages of Mary. And in the second and third week, we offered our petitions. We prayed for other people. This last week, the third week of Lent, really was quite appropriate. As we prayed for the souls in purgatory, as we prayed for the dying, knowing that there are people dying this very day, this very Lent, from the coronavirus. We prayed for our bishops and our priests. And the day in which we prayed for our bishops, that was the day in which many of them made that difficult decision to suspend the public celebration of the Mass. And there we were praying for our bishops, supporting them in prayer. You know, when I wrote this book, I did so last year, and no idea that the meditations for this week would be so fitting, so appropriate for us uh, during this pandemic. There was another meditation uh, in which we prayed for our priests, and actually it was kind of funny because I was getting messages throughout the day from people thanking me for being a priest and supporting them and all that, and then I went and I looked at the meditation and said, you know, send a word of encouragement to your parish priest as their Lenten action. And so that was, you know, a a very kind thing to see people in my own parishes even doing that uh, as I wrote about it. On Friday, I took a phone call from an individual from my parish early in the morning. They were just really struggling with the whole pandemic and lots of anxiety, fears, worries. And and so I tried to put them at ease, counseled them. And then about an hour later, that individual sent me a picture. And of course, the picture was Friday of the third week of Lent. Because as this individual was talking to me about all their fears and anxieties and worries, Well, they picked up my book then a few moments later, and they began reading the meditation for Friday of the third week of Lent for interior peace. And so they knew that that was something they needed in that, uh, quoting Our Lady, go and fear nothing, I will help you. That was her message in Champion in Wisconsin. And then she said, let nothing else worry you, disturb you. That's what she said in Guadalupe. So we allow those words of Mary to speak to us today in this time and age. Now, quite funny, last night, another friend of mine who's reading the book, uh, reading the Kindle version, highlighted a sentence that I wrote for Saturday, and it was uh, that day was for pilgrims. And uh, basically, that sentence talked about, uh, well, here it is. As we make our spiritual pilgrimage through the Lenten season to the various apparition sites of Our Lady and listen to our message, there are at the same time hundreds upon hundreds, thousands upon thousands who are visiting these shrines right now. Of course, unfortunately, we know that's not the case. The shrine in Lourdes, France, for example, has closed. For the very first time in history, people cannot pray there. But I believe the prayer goes on, especially with the chaplains who work at Lourdes, that each day they're leading prayers from the grotto so that that prayer never will cease. So I wrote that, thousands upon thousands, and of course today they're not. But we hope that soon that will be the case. 
Let's talk a little bit about the fourth week of Lent. It's uh, a week dedicated to Mary as a teacher. That when Mary came in her apparitions and she spoke to the visionaries, that she had a message for them, an encouragement for prayer, and asked them at times to pray in certain ways. As we go about this week on my Facebook, I'll be helping us to pray in the very ways that the book recommends. So I'll lead a daily rosary on Monday. On Tuesday, I'll lead the Seven Sorrows rosary and so forth so that people will be able to engage these different teachings on prayer. You know, in the very first few days of that, uh, that week in which we began our intercessory, intercessory prayer, I asked a few questions in those beginning meditations. How do you approach prayer? Do you avoid prayer? I think it's important for us to just talk a little bit about how we pray in our lives. And that's really what this week is about. Just looking at the different ways that Mary requested, that Mary told the children, this is a a praiseworthy method for prayer. In our own lives, maybe we have a routine of prayer. We have different ways in which we do pray, that we engage the devotional life, that we talk to our God in prayer. Praiseworthy, laudable, great. I think sometimes we get down on ourselves because maybe we don't pray in the ways that we want to. And that was something that I kind of addressed in my own spiritual life. Oftentimes when I go to confession, I'll say that I haven't prayed enough. That would be something that I would say. And when I would go to Holy Hill and I would make my confession there, and oftentimes it was to this one particular priest, and as I would go to confession and as I would say, well, I haven't prayed enough, he would always offer this counsel to me. Don't pray as you want, but pray as you are able. Don't pray as you want, but pray as you are able. Of course, I want to pray and have all of these lists of things I want to do. But maybe sometimes I'm not able to do all that, and so pray as you are able. I don't think he's giving permission not to pray at all, but it's more of being at peace, of not allowing your peace to be disturbed when maybe we don't pray in the ways that we want to pray. But to know that when we pray, it is praiseworthy to God, that God receives our prayer no matter how it is that we pray. That's the advice of that priest, and he's since gone to the Lord, and so I pray for him and offer him to God's love and God's mercy, that he truly might be at peace with God this day in eternal life. Let's look a little bit at uh, Mary's teaching us how to pray. On the fourth Sunday of Lent, it's about morning and evening prayers. This came from the La Salette apparition, in which Mary told them to say their prayers every day to say their morning and their evening prayers. And that's really a counsel that I give in the confessional. Why not at the very beginning of the day, begin our day in prayer saying, Lord, I give you this day, be with me, walk with me in all my interactions, be with me in all my conversations. To really pray at the beginning of the day, asking God's blessing upon the day. Then at the close of day, to give thanks to God. Well, thank you, Lord, for these people in my life. Thank you for the opportunities you gave me. Thank you for your presence. And maybe then to ask for God's forgiveness. I'm sorry, Lord, that I said this, that I did this. A simple way of praying morning and evening. And we can all do that. We can pray together as a family to pray morning and evening. 
So that's the Sunday. Uh, so there's really no way for me to lead you in that except maybe to to go f- on Facebook Live and just offer a time of prayer in the evening tonight. We'll see uh, what happens. Monday of the fourth week of Lent, the daily rosary. We talk about the rosary. It's the most popular, most common form of Marian devotion and piety. Mary said in Fatima, pray the rosary every day for peace in the world. And right now as we face this coronavirus, well, isn't that a prayer that we can use? Wasn't it beautiful this past week? Our Holy Father united all believers in praying on Thursday at 9 p.m. Rome time, 3 o'clock central, 4 o'clock east. I led a rosary online. All these different people led rosaries that we prayed with our Holy Father and pray the rosary for every day for peace in the world. Well, right now in the midst of the coronavirus, we know it's taking away our peace and Maybe we begin praying that daily rosary, asking God to bring containment to this virus, to bring healing to the sick, so that peace in our lives might return to normal. So I think the rosary might be an efficacious prayer for us in this time. On Tuesday of the fourth week of Lent, the seven sorrows of Mary, this is what Our Lady of Cabejo said, what I'm asking you to do is repent. If you say the rosary of the seven sorrows and meditate on it well, you'll find all the strength you need to repent of your sins and convert your heart. The seven sorrows, that message that Our Lady gave in that Rwandan village where she prophesied that a river of blood would flow through the country if people didn't turn back to God. I came to know about the Rwandan apparition when I was in college. I was at St. Norbert. I was studying there, uh, political science, communications, And what I would do is on Tuesdays, I had a free afternoon and a a few friends of mine and myself, we would go and we would pray at the abortion clinic, that we would pray for an end to abortion. We would do it on Tuesdays. And when I read that book on uh, the Our Lady of Cabejo, well, I realized, well, why not on Tuesday then? Pray the Rosary of Seven Sorrows. That's what Our Lady asked. And so that's why I began to pray it on Tuesdays. I can't say that I've been praying it on Tuesdays, you know, ever since. I I haven't, couldn't tell you the last time I prayed the Seven Sorrows Rosary, but I promise you on Tuesday, I'll be praying the Seven Sorrows Rosary, and hopefully you'll be able to join me in that. On Wednesday of the fourth week, we have this silent prayer. You know, all throughout the book, we have messages of Our Lady for every single day. And then we get to Wednesday of the fourth week of Lent. There's no message. Where's the message? Did Father Edward forget about it? No, because there was silence at the apparition in Knock, Ireland. There was no message. The silence was the message. And so we have an opportunity just to spend a few moments in silence. And maybe right now your life is chaotic. Your kids are at home and you don't know where to turn to find silence. But maybe just go for a little walk and turn into silence. Don't talk to anyone. Turn off your technology and see what God wants to say to you in silence. A bishop that I greatly admire, who is one of my role models, uh, Bishop Zubik. Bishop Zubik would often say during Lent that he turns the radio off in the car. And, I, you know, he turns the radio off in the car during Lent so that he can enter into engaged silence. So often we fill our lives with noise, but our silent prayer allows us to empty ourselves and to really just take a few moments for silence. On Thursday of the fourth week of Lent, we meditate on the Word of God. 
This was really Our Lady of Fatima asking Lucia to reflect on the scriptures for the first five Saturdays. We do that today through Lexio Divina, through a holy reading of the scriptures. It's what I do every time I preach. I look at the readings, I look at the scriptures, and I say, well, what is God trying to say to me? And what does God want to say to his people through these scriptures that we're hearing, that we're reading today? Adoration. This will be a little difficult just because we can't go to adoration chapels right now. So, uh, but, but. People are exposing the Blessed Sacrament online. There's live streams of Eucharistic adoration. But to really adore the Eucharist, to adore Jesus present in the Holy Sacrament of the altar. And then on Saturday, we pray the Litany of Loreto. That was a request Our Lady made in Laos, in Leilao, to the visionary Benedicta Rancoral. Tell the girls of St. Stephen's to sing the Litany of the Blessed Virgin in the church every evening with the permission of the prior, and you will see that they will do it. All those beautiful titles of Our Lady, Mother, Virgin, different biblical titles, and that she's the Queen of Angels. She's the Queen of Heaven and Earth. She's the Queen of Peace. That's a look at this upcoming week of A Lenten Journey with Mother Mary in which we really allow Mary to be our teacher of prayer. Mary wants us to pray. She said it so often in her apparitions, pray, pray very much, pray always. And so we're going to respond to that. Not only have we done so by praying for other people, making our petitionary prayer, but now we're going to pray in different methods that Our Lady has taught, Our Lady has requested. I hope that this has been helpful for you on your Lenten journey. You've been listening to the podcast, How They Love Mary. I hope that as we break open a Lenten journey with Mother Mary, that it will help us not only to listen to the messages of Our Lady, but begin to live them every day of our lives. God bless you.